Well, well. I look up at the clock and, by golly, <laughs> it's that time again. Time once again for Sounds Like Radio with your humble host. Welcome, friends. We've got another great Gildersleeve for you and some music uh, that we are featuring a lot of piano music today. That's right. Today's Sounds Like Radio will have an accent on piano music. Why, you ask? Well, that's because in today's show, Gildersleeve is going to be practicing the piano. Why? Because he's trying to encourage Leroy to practice the piano like he should be doing. And in order to do that, Gildersleeve, he's got to set an example. So he's going to be practicing the piano. Leroy is going to be practicing the piano. But Gildersleeve, well, his heart ain't in it, you see, because Gildersleeve was planning to take Catherine Milford to the fair. We'll see what happens, whether Gildersleeve can work around practicing the piano and taking Catherine Milford to the fair at the same time. We're going to find out what's going to happen. But since today's episode is concentrating on the piano, I thought we'd bring on Bing Crosby and Carmen yeah, Carmen Cavallaro, the great piano player, as he backs up Bing in this alternate takeoff. I can't begin to tell you. I can't begin to tell you how much you mean to me My world would end if ever we I would be if I could speak my mind like others do. I make such pretty speeches whenever we're apart, but when you're near, the words I choose refuse to leave my heart. Take the sweetest phrases The world has ever known And make believe I've said them all to you Speeches whenever we're apart, but when you're near, the words I choose refuse to leave my heart. So take the sweetest phrases the world has ever known and make believe I've said them all. Carmen Cavallaro playing the piano there on that classic Bing You know, friends, personally speaking, that was the song that hooked me onto a lifetime of listening to the great Bing Crosby and trying to collect his records. That song hooked me. I really loved that song. The first Bing Crosby song that, well, I can say that's the song that did it. I was hooked from there on. And so uh, that's humble host history there, that song. But, you know, the interesting thing about that, that was the alternate take of I Can't Begin to Tell You. And I didn't know that till years later. And that's when I found out the official version of I Can't Begin to Tell You. It features Carmen Cavallaro, all right. But he does a different opening to the song than the one we just heard. 
Now, I'm going to play you the one we just heard, just the opening, and you can tell the difference. Listen now. Here's Carmen the way he does it. Okay. Did you hear that? That was the second version. Here's the first version again. Listen to the way they begin it on the alternate take. That's the alternate take. That's my favorite version. But the official version of it goes like this with the Carmen Cavallero's slightly different opening. I can't begin to tell you how much you mean to me. I could listen to that song one more time, I tell you. But I ain't going to do that, though. That was a good demonstration, though, of the two differences in one take to the other. Slight difference, but still a major difference, if you ask me, of the way Carmen Cavallera opened up that song. Well, today's show is having an accent on pianos. And one of the all-time great piano songs, I first saw and heard this as a television station sign-out. You know, the last thing a television station will play as they're signing out for the night and then they begin their broadcast day again in the morning. Well, that's the way it used to be done. They would sign out usually about 2 a.m. and then they begin again. And this was the song they would play just before they signed off for the night. And it showed waves hitting the rocks. It showed slow-moving waves out in the deep sea. And I'm telling you, it was mesmerizing. Seeing them undulating deep waters in the middle of the ocean. Nothing else around, just them undulating waters in the ocean. Oh, close your eyes now and listen.
Oh, yeah. When that magical, I'm telling you, you close your eyes, you can just imagine yourself sailing on a big ship, looking over the rail and seeing that undulating, slow-moving, deep, mysterious ocean below you. Scary, actually. If you ever look at the ocean like that, it's actually scary because you don't know what's underneath there. And that was meditation. Now, you know, I, that was a song I spent years looking for the exact version that I heard on the sign-off from the TV stations. I found other versions of it, but I couldn't find the version that the television stations would play as their sign-off until I found that one. And that was it. That was, I'm going to tell you so you don't have to spend years, that was the 101 Strings version of Meditation. Well, friends, in today's show, little Leroy has to learn how to play the piano, and Gildersleeve, he's going to help him by he's trying to learn to play the piano, and maybe one day they can be a real piano player, well, like Jimmy Durante and Al Jolson. Let's hear it for him. Mr. Rembrandt needed a piece of canvas before he could paint a thing. Benvenuto Cellini needed a chisel before he could start sculpturing. And folks, Jolie needed a great piano player before he can start to sing. Al, stop worrying. I'm here. Go ahead, let your voice start to ring. Say, James, do you play a compliment? Compliment? I never heard of that song. How does it go? No, I mean, can you play classic stuff like Levant or Jose Turby? I'm even better. Can Jose Turby play this? Or 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 this? Ah, Jose, make way for Jose. Jimmy, you're sensational. What are we waiting for? Let's go. Cause it's a thrill when a real piano player sits down at the key. It makes him weak in the knees to hear him. Oh, what a kick when a real piano player starts to tinkle away. Understand your bliss. Don't get excited out. Compose yourself. But Levant was never like this. Listen close. Oh, hear those harmonies. You know, this is very tiring. I can play with all my might. Here's a dollar, kid. Don't stop. Keep playing all night. Cause it's a thrill. When a real piano player sits down at the keys Two beers upstairs Bring them right up, sir And you'll notice, Mr. Jolton, I don't need Larry Parks to play the black keys <laughs> I've been sad Keep going, boy Let's hear that beat Just look at him shake. Take the break. Had a rusty eye, Toby. Well, guys, I admired. Forget them all, son. Name your prize, games you're hired. What a thrill. When a real piano player sits down at the key. Sits down at the key. Oh, my. Good night, everybody. Good night, girl. But don't say goodnight yet because, well, we ain't going to bed just yet. <laughs> Especially not now. we got a whole great guild of sleep to listen to. And that's what we're going to do right now. From September 27th of 1950, here now, the great guild sleeve on Sounds Like Radio.
Bertie, have you seen Uncle Mort? He's upstairs getting ready to go to the county fair. He even got him a new suit, binoculars, and a cane. Oh, brother, what a character. Tonight, in the fourth of a new fall and winter series of Wednesday evening broadcasts, the Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as the Great Gildersleeve. Great Gildersleeve is brought to you by the Kraft Foods Company, makers of parquet margarine and all those other wonderful Kraft quality foods. Next time you buy margarine, learn for yourself why so many people prefer parquet margarine to any other. Actually, there's just one big reason. Millions prefer parquet margarine to any other spread because it tastes so good. And it tastes so good because it's always fresh. If you live where colored margarine is sold... Get yellow parquet in its new Flavor Saver package. Each golden quarter pound is separately wrapped in new Flavor Saver aluminum foil to keep freshness and flavor in, staleness and odor out. Elsewhere, get parquet in the convenient color quick bag or the regular package. In any package, it's the margarine that tastes so good because it's always fresh. That's P-A-R-K-A-Y, parquet margarine made by Kraft. Get some tomorrow. The lights are bright in Summerfield tonight. Crowds are on the streets. Tomorrow's the big day. It's County Fair. Out at the great Gildersleeve's house, the water commissioner isn't waiting till tomorrow morning to fit himself out for the fair. He's dressing tonight. Yes, sir. Spent $35 for this suit. And by George, it's worth it. When I go to the fair, I'm representing the city water. I got to sparkle. I wish I had a full-length mirror so I could see the pants. Are you in your room, Monkey? Yes, come in, Marjorie. I'm trying on my new suit. Not bad, huh? Oh, that's handsome, Uncle Mort. And a new necktie. Yep, water commissioner necktie. Hand-painted picture in Niagara Falls. <laughs> Wait, is that a spot on there? No, I asked the clerk about that. It's a man going over the falls in a barrel. <laughs> Well, you look fine, Anki. Uh, thank you, my dear. Say, where is everybody? Well, Bronco's working later tonight, so we can go to the fair tomorrow. Good boy. And Bertie's down in the kitchen, and Leroy's in the living room practicing on the piano. Well, fine. Guess I'll get down and give the boy a little encouragement. You'll just leave you've got this household running like clockwork. <laughs> practice the rottener I get. If I keep this up, it's going to be murder. Leroy? Okay. Oh, phooey. It's all right, my boy. All right, just keep it up. I've been upstairs listening. You're doing fine. Are you kidding? Just keep at it, Leroy. Practice makes perfect, you know. Gee, Uncle, do I have to practice now? All the other kids are out at the fairground. They're putting up the midway. I'll practice twice as long tomorrow, couldn't I, Unc? Now, my boy, I know it's a big temptation to run out to the fairgrounds. But duty comes first. Do your work and then play afterwards. Gee whiz, all the other people are out having fun and i got to sit here and practice. It's lonely. Leroy, when a person plays the piano, he can never be lonely. The way I play it, he can. <laughs> Well, you have to keep at it. Okay. Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. Well, Bronco, finally finished your work, huh? Yes, sir. You know, Mr. Gildersleeve, when a man's going to be a father, he really has to pitch. Yeah, that's right. Marge and I are going to have a little bird in our nest. Who's going to pitch and where's the bird? Never mind. Bronco, baby. Oh, Marge, darling. Oh, cute kids. Hey, 
Marge, Mr. Gildersleeve, look what I bought downtown. It's a wonderful book. A book? Well, good. Oh, this is no ordinary book, Mr. Gildersleeve. This is about babies. It tells what to do with them. Oh, let's see it, Bronco. Hey, say, cute picture on the cover. A stork carrying a baby in a tablecloth. What's going on? Now, Leroy, stay with your practicing. Holy cow, I don't get in on anything. Who got the bird? Somebody call Birdie? Oh, my. <laughs> Look, Birdie, Bronco found a baby book. It'll tell us exactly what to do. Ain't that nice? Leroy? Huh? You're practicing. Okay. Hi, <laughs> right, George, you're going to finish that lesson if I have to nail your trousers to the piano stool. Uncle Mort. Here's something interesting. Oh? Here in the back of the book, Behavior of Older Children. It says, do not force the child to obey. Seek his cooperation by being a partner. Join in his activities. Well, that's right. Good advice. In cases in which the child finds an activity difficult or uninteresting, the parent should become a partner so that the parent and child work and learn side by side. Yes, indeed. You want to remember that, Marjorie. Leroy sure having a bad time with them piano lessons. You see, Yankee, the reason Leroy doesn't like to practice his piano is that he's alone. The book is absolutely right. Marjorie, what are you leading up to? Well, I think what she means, Mr. Gildersleeve, is that you and Leroy should be partners in the piano. Partners in the piano? <laughs> well, it's never too late to learn, Unky. That's right, Mr. Gildersleeve. My grandfather learned to play the bass clarinet when he was 74. Yeah, I know, but... Leroy wouldn't mind practicing his hour a day if he knew you were doing it, too, would he, Bertie? I think Leroy would be tickled to death, but I can't see the two of them on that piano stool. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to be sitting on thin air. <laughs> well, they wouldn't practice at the same time. Now, Marjorie, you're being carried away with an idea. It wouldn't make a bit of difference to Leroy if I practiced the lessons with him. Not a bit. All right, ask him. Well, uh, Leroy? Okay, I'm practicing. No, no, come here. What you want? Leroy, uh, how would you, uh, I mean, uh, you wouldn't like your panel lessons any better. I mean, it wouldn't be any easier if I practiced along with you, would it? You won't practicing? It's ridiculous, isn't it? I think it's a keen idea. <laughs> you do. We'll start tonight, Unc. I'll practice an hour and then you practice an hour, okay? Well. Oh, boy, wait till they hear us play, Unc. It'll be you and me against the world. box of those chocolates there, Pete. Yeah, well. Are they fresh? Well, yes. Yeah, fine. Just give them to me, Peavy. I'm in a big hurry. Well, give me a chance to dust it off. Uh, the box doesn't look very fresh to me. Well, you don't have to eat the box. Just eat what's inside. All right, Peavy. That'll be one dollar and three cents for the governor. There you are, Peavy. Thank you. Taking the candy with you to the fair tomorrow, I presume? No, Peavy. The candy's for the girl I'm taking to the fair tomorrow. I haven't time to talk now. I've been away from the house for over an hour. I still have to go to Katie Milford's. Leroy will be looking for me. Oh, by the way, Leroy was in here a while ago. He asked if you'd been in. Uh-oh. Said you were practicing his music with him. Now, Peavy, this is just a silly idea of Marjorie's. I had nothing to do with it. For goodness sakes, don't tell anybody. I'll be the laughing stock of the town. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. You what? Oh, I think it's a very commendable thing. You do? Really? And Leroy said some rather complimentary things about you. He did? Well, I hadn't thought of it that way. Of course, if you'd rather I didn't mention it to anybody. Good I... evening, Gildy. Peavy. Hello, Judge. Good evening, Judge. Well, Judge, I suppose you've heard the news. What news? Well, little Leroy's been having such a hard time practicing his piano lessons that I decided to join right in with him. We're taking up the piano together. Don't tell anybody, he said. Why, Gilday, you mean you're practicing his little pieces right along with him? Yes, indeed. An hour a day. Windbag. Well, that's the nicest thing I ever heard. Yeah. Leroy said you were supposed to come home. The piano is waiting. <laughs> All right, Petey. 
And I suppose that tomorrow, when you and Leroy have finished your stint at the keyboard, you'll be off arm in arm to the fair. Well, not exactly, Judge. I'm planning to take Katie Milford. Oh, your little nurse. Yeah. In fact, I'm on my way to her house right now. Yeah, I see you have a large box of candy. Need any help carrying it? <laughs> no, thanks, Judge. My hands need the exercise. Got to limber up for the piano. Uh, Mr. Gildy. Well, Gildy, let me say I'm extremely proud of you for what you're doing. Uh, thank you, Judge. Uh, Mr. Gildy. Oh, for... What is it, Petey? If you don't move, you're going to be the hottest piano player in town. What? You're leaning up against the cigar lighter. Oh! since I've seen her. You wonder if she's missed me. Sure she has. How could she help it? Uh, 9.30, Gildersleeve. You better shake a leg. There. I'll stand under the porch light so it catches my profile from the top like they do in the movies. <laughs> wonder if she's changed. Katie, beautiful Katie. Who's there? Three guesses. Throckmorton, it's you. Yep, it's me. I don't know if I should ask you in or not. Huh? You've been away a long, long time. But Catherine, I've been busy. Besides, you know what they say about absence. Makes the heart grow fonder. Let me come in. Just for a little while. Oh, Throckmorton, you naughty boy. I can't say no to you. By George, she has changed. (laughs) Have any trouble saying no to me before? Come on in. But just for a minute. Oh, thank you. Prettier, too. Gorgeous. I wonder what she did last summer. (sighs) Let me look at you, Throckmorton. I'd almost forgotten how big and handsome you are. You have? Let me unbutton your coat. Oh, brother. (laughs) Perfume in her hair makes me dizzy. Now, come and sit here beside me on the couch. Love to. (laughs) It's been such a long time. That's a lovely suit you're wearing. Yep, brand new. Herringbone. Ah. Talk to me, Throckmorton. Well, (laughs) when I stopped by to ask you, Catherine, I... I wondered if you'd like to go to the fair with me tomorrow, opening day. No, I don't think I should. Catherine, I was counting on it. I even brought you some candy. Oh, thank you. They're good. Chocolate-covered filberts. But I don't think I'll go to the fair with you tomorrow. Please, Catherine. No, I don't think so. Pretty please? No. I haven't heard from you in months. You came back from your vacation. You didn't even call me. Well, I've had lots of work at the office. And I'm helping Leroy with his piano lessons. You're doing what? Well, poor little fellow, practicing at that piano all alone. Simply decided he needed somebody to do it with him. Throckmorton, you mean you're doing that for Leroy? He and I practice an hour every day. Well, you angel. How long have you been doing this? Uh, Starting tonight. (laughs) That's such a sweet thing to do. Yeah. Do you still want Katie to go to the fair with you tomorrow? Sure I do. Throckmorton, when a man is kind enough to help a little boy, it's the least I can do. Great. Gildersleeve, stop shaking. <laughs> Hadn't you better go home now, Throckmorton? Oh, but I just got here. But don't you have to practice? No, I'll do it tomorrow. I got a little practicing to do right here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> The Great Gildersleeve returns in just a moment. It's fresh. Fresh. Really fresh. Fresh. Always fresh. Fresh. That's why it tastes so good. It's parquet margarine made by Kraft. 
Every woman knows that only a really fresh margarine is really good. And that's why so many women always buy parquet margarine, made by Kraft. For the freshness of parquet margarine is protected right to your table by Kraft Freshness Control. Parquet is blended fresh from top-grade products of American farms. It's rushed fresh to your store in refrigerated trucks, kept fresh by your grocer. Every pound of parquet margarine on sale anywhere is flavor-dated and is checked regularly by Kraft men. That's why Kraft can positively guarantee to you that any parquet you buy anywhere will be fresh. Fresh. Really fresh. Fresh. Always fresh. Fresh. That's P-A-R-K-A-Y, parquet margarine made by Kraft. Where state laws permit, get yellow parquet already colored and ready to serve in its new flavor saver aluminum foil wrap. Elsewhere, get parquet in the handy color quick bag or regular package. County Fair opens today in Summerfield. It's a beautiful morning, and everybody at the great Gildersleeve's house is busy getting ready for the big day. But the great man himself is way ahead of them. He's at the fair already, and he isn't even out of bed. Shaking the bed. Well, it's me, Anki. Breakfast's ready. Everybody's up but you. They are? <laughs> Must have been dreaming. Nice. Oh, Leroy's already practiced his hour for today. You didn't practice yours last night. Well, I got tied up. Oh, I'll do it this morning. Well, why don't you practice an hour before breakfast and an hour after breakfast? That'll catch you up for last night, and you'll be all through for today. No, I think I'll put in two hours after breakfast. I don't think I could hit an E-flat on an empty stomach. Good breakfast, Bertie. Well, I'm trying, Mr. Gillespie. Land, there's so much hurrying around here getting ready for the fair, I don't know which way is up. Well, everybody's busy today, but... Yes, sir, that little Leroy sure is. He's been practicing this morning like a little angel ever since you told him you was going to do it with him. Well, it's my duty, Bertie. Help the boy with his little problems. Yes, sir. Leroy has to learn that when you have a job to do, you do it before you do anything else. Yes, sir. Learning the value of responsibility. That's important. Yes, sir. That's how I got to be water commissioner. Yes, sir. Uh, you going to practice the piano this morning, Mr. Gillsleeve? Certainly, Bertie. Two hours. As soon as I take a look at the morning paper. Auntie, it's ten o'clock. Are you going to fair? Yes, indeed. I'm taking Miss Milford. Well, you better hurry if you're going to practice two hours. All right, my dear. I'm not putting it off. Just want to glance at the paper. Hey, Aunt, I've done my practicing. Well, good. When are you going to start? Right away, my boy. Just want to look at the comics. Come on, I'll do your work first and play afterwards. That's what you tell me. All right, be right there. Unc! All right, all right, I'm coming. So's Christmas. That's what you tell me. I'm coming right now. You're not moving. Leroy. <laughs> Please. Well? All right, all right, let's go. Where's the piano? Same place it's always been. Sure, sure. Same piano. Okay, there you are. I hear the teacher's instructions, and here's the piece we're practicing. Oh, what's the piece called? The Happy Farmer. Oh, brother. Yeah, let me get the bench over here, huh? Gee, this is keen, you and me beating the piano together, huh? Yeah, keen. Here's the clock on the table. You can see when you've practiced two hours. All right, Leroy. Now run along. 
I want to watch you. You don't have to watch me. I'll do it. And then the piece starts right here at the top of the page. Yeah, I know that, Leroy. You're the happy farmer. That's right. Now, see sharp. Leroy. Well, somebody at the door. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it, Bertie. I'll get it. I'm right here. You're supposed to be practicing. Yeah, I will, Leroy. Let me answer the door. Don't be so crabby. Well, good morning, Gilda. Well, Horace, glad to see you. Come in and sit down. What a slippery character. <laughs> I was just going by on my way to the fair, Gilda. I wondered if you and Miss Milford would like to ride with me in my new car. Say, that's a wonderful idea, Judge. I'll get my hat and we'll drive by Catherine's house. Ah. What? Remember? The happy farmer? Oh, him. Uh, sorry, Judge. You'd better go along. I have to practice. Oh, what a shame. And I have my top down. It's a convertible, you know. We might drive around the block. Honk! Leroy, it'll only take a minute. Do your work first, Dunk. Don't put it off. Leroy is right, Gildy. But at least you can come out to the car and see my prize pumpkin that I'm taking to the fair. Judge, you mean you have a pumpkin? Oh, I've got to see that. (laughs) Come on, Judge. Be right back, Leroy. Was I ever like this? Beautiful pumpkin, Judge. Raise it yourself, huh? Oh, yes, Gilda. Right in my own backyard. Hurry on! All right, Leroy, I'll be right there. That's what you said a half hour ago. Maybe you had better go, Gilda. Relax, Judge. He'll forget it. Plenty of time. Be there in a minute, Leroy. Gildy, don't you think you better go in? It's getting late. No. Let's talk some more, Judge. Oh, I can't think of anything else to talk about. Well... And I must be running along, Gildy. They'll be opening the fairgrounds in ten minutes. I want to avoid the crowd. Don't want anybody to jostle my pumpkin. (laughs) All right, Judge. I'll be leaving in a few minutes, too. Got to pick up Catherine. It's the fair, Gildy. Goodbye, Judge. Look, no shift. Guess I shouldn't have stayed out there so long. Now if I can just get past Leroy. Don't see him. Sure, he's probably forgotten all about me. Hey, I'm... Leroy. Where are you going? Well, it's pretty late now, Leroy. Catherine's waiting for me. I practiced an hour last night and an hour this morning. Well, I'm going to do it, too. Later. I'll do it tonight. I'll practice three hours tonight. Okay, Uncle. Sure. Can't miss the fair, my boy. Okay. You understand, don't you? Sure, I understand. We're going, Anki. See you at the fair. Yeah, I'll see you at the fair, Mr. Gildersleeve. Yeah, goodbye. Leroy, I don't want you to think I'm going back on a promise. No, it's all right. I'm leaving for the fair, Miss Gildersleeve. All right, Bertie. Gee, poor Unc. You go ahead. You don't have to practice. Really? No. By George, I can't do it. I made a promise. Wouldn't have any fun at the fair if I did go. You run along, my boy. Have a good time. Aren't you going? No, I'll stay here. But how about Miss Milford? Well, on your way, stop by her house. Tell her I couldn't make it. Tell her... Tell her I had to work. Gildersleeve, quit feeling sorry for yourself. It's your own fault. Everybody else is at the fair. Having fun. Now I know how Leroy feels. All alone at the piano. Katie, you'll never speak to me again. 
You wonder what Katie's doing. Hello, Throckmorton. Who? Catherine. How'd you get in here? I saw you through the window and slipped in. Why did you go to the fair? Oh, I couldn't, Throckmorton. Not after I found out what had happened. What do you mean? Leroy told me why you didn't come. He did? Mm Mm-hmm. I admire you. Well. (laughs) Move over a little. Ah. What are you going to do? Sit down here beside you. You know, Throckmorton, it's so much easier to practice when you have somebody to do it with you. What a girl. This is better than going to the fair. Great Gildersleeve will be right back. Whenever you shop, remember the margarine that tastes so good because it's fresh, really fresh, always fresh, is parquet margarine made by Kraft. In states where colored margarine is sold, get yellow parquet in its new flavor saver aluminum foil wrap. Elsewhere, get parquet in the color quick bag or regular package. In any package, parquet is the margarine that's always good because it's always fresh. That's P-A-R-K-A-Y, Parquet Margarine, made by Kraft. Oh, I'm having such a glorious time, Throckmorton. Sure. Fair's just as good at night. An awful lot of it, though. I'm getting tired, are you, Catherine? Oh, no. Shall we go through the agricultural exhibit? No, I've seen the judge's pumpkin. Throckmorton, are you having a good time? Me? Well... What would you like to do? You really want to know? Mm-hmm. Let's go home and do some more practicing. <laughs> Gildersleeve is played by Willard Waterman. The show is written by Paul West, John Elliott, and Andy White, with music by Robert Armbruster. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Kathy Lewis, Dick Crenna, Earl Ross, and Richard Legrand. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of the great Gildersleeve. This cool sound of music. <laughs> there you have the Great Gildersleeve, originally broadcast September 27th of 1950. All about playing the piano, trying to get to go to the fair. And since they're playing the piano there in that show, we're having the accent on piano music here on Sounds Like Radio. Now, when you think of a guy who's famous for playing the piano, especially famous for playing one particular song. Yeah, you think of Sam. Mm -hmm. That's right. Sam from the movie Casablanca. Here he is. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. The fundamental things apply as time goes by. And when two lovers woo, they still say I love you, on that you can rely. No 
matter what the future brings as time goes by. Moonlight and love songs never out of date. Hearts full of passion, jealousy and hate. Woman need man and man must have his mate that no one It's still the same old story A fight for love and glory A case of do or die The world will always welcome lovers As time goes by than that. Dooley Wilson, who played Sam on Casablanca, singing his classic, As Time Goes By. A great piano classic here on Sounds Like Radio, as the accent is all on piano. And this song coming up is an especially unusual song, and once again, a song you, well, I don't think you're ever going to forget it. song is called Nacien for Piano. Number one. And, uh, well, it's, it was written by a, an unusual guy. I think his name was Sater, something like that. I'll have to look it up. Uh, but anyway, he wrote this unusual song, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Nacien for Piano One. Here it is.
You know what? I was so mesmerized by that song. I, I tell you, you listen to that song and your mind just begins to contemplate and think. At least mine does. Yeah, that's a good song if you just want to sit and think. Yeah. Yeah. The song was written by Eric Satie. Or Satie. S-A-T-I-E. Eric Satie. I read a little bit about him a few, well, a couple of years back. And I do remember reading that he wrote a lot of unusual songs. Just like that was kind of unusual. But that's, that's one of my favorite songs. The first time I heard it, I really tried to investigate to find try to find that song. You know, these songs and their names are hard to find on the uh, Internet if you don't know what you're looking for. So you more or less have to find it by accident. And that's the way I found that song, by accident. Nacien for Piano, number one is the official title. Today's Sounds Like Radio, well, the music is accented with piano music. Yes, piano music, and we got Andre Previn to do the piano backup for Doris Day. When we asked Doris Day, Doris, do you like coming on Sounds Like Radio and singing for us? And she says, oh, she says something. Uh, here she is. She's going to say it now. Yes, she says. Yes, here is Doris Day. So much good music today, huh? You know, I could do a whole hour of just playing you some great piano songs. And, well, I think we're going to close out the show with this nice little piano song called Ill Wind. I think you're going to like it. It's a classic piano jazz piece, and here it is on Sounds Like Radio. Thank you. 
Oh boy. This music is really fantastic today. Hope you really enjoyed it as much as I did. That was George Shearing. Fantastic piano jazz man, George Shearing, playing his classic Ill Wind. Before that, Doris Day sang from her album Duet. She was backed up by piano player Andre Previn. Uh, that's why it was a duet. Uh, Doris Day singing and Andre playing. A lot of good piano stuff today on Sounds Like Radio. Hope you really enjoyed it. Until next time then, I am your humble host for Sounds Like Radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now. <laughs>